I, I talk to people all the time and I'm like, they're like, yeah, man, I got goals. It's all up in here and everything else. I'm like, well, tell me one of them. They can't even come up with it. You know, they can't even realize. So if, if you've got a target that you can't see, how in the world are you going to hit it? You have to be able to visually see where you're going. And then once you're able to do that, just like you, you said to me earlier, then you can work backwards with a plan of action that, okay, 12 months from now, I want to save $100,000 or save $10,000, whatever it is. All right, so what do I have to do monthly to make that happen? What do I have to do quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily? Mm -hmm. All right, so I've got a seven-step goal-setting process that I teach people, and you were one of the people that I taught. And in that seven-step goal-setting process, you can really start to unveil all the most important areas of your life, your health, your finances, your relationships, your career. All of these different areas are so important. And then once you, once you understand what areas you need to uh, achieve in, you can start creating a plan. And, I and here we go, guys. Good thing. Most people say, damn, he's got a process. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Process. Damn, he's got a process. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Process. I'm here with Chris Patterson. He is the CEO of Interchanges, an agency that's done, I think, about $1.4 billion in sales, guys. So we're very blessed to have him here with us today, and he's going to drop some knowledge. We're going to talk about a little bit about goal setting and kind of, you know, just what it takes to be an entrepreneur at, at this level. So um, Chris is an amazing guy, and I'm going to let him kind of introduce himself and take it from here. Uh, thank you so much, David. And as you know, you're one of my favorite people. So I'm just, I'm honored to be here and love to discuss whatever you'd like to discuss today. Awesome. That's my treat. Awesome, man. So let's talk about interchanges. I mean, you guys, I mean, how long have you guys been around? So we actually, I actually started the, the business out of my wife's dining room uh, 18 years ago. Okay. And uh, the way I know it was my wife's dining room, she, she kept saying, you got to get the heck out of my dining room. <laughs> back then dude i had like this 300 megahertz computer like the uh the monitor alone was the size of a t like a tv it was yeah, yeah. it was like it's like a little mini refrigerator on my desk so she wanted me out of that she wanted me out of that dining room hard so oh man 18 years later i got out of her dining room here i am now i'll tell you man one uh, 1.4 billion dollars in sales that's not a light number. That's not something that's easily to get. That's not easily achievable. So how are you able to kind of do that looking back from 18 years? You so, know? Yeah, so let me clarify that a little bit. It's not $1.4 that I've generated uh, for myself. It's $1.4 billion that we've generated for our customers combined over the years. Yeah. So, you know, we're really proud of that because I think, you know, most agencies, they're so focused on, you know, am I a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure agency? And I think that's kind of the wrong mentality because really we're here to serve. We're here to make a difference. We're here to impact. People are trusting us with their hard-earned money. Yep. So we've always tried to keep track of how much money are we actually generating for our customers? Are we actually doing a good job? Because if we can keep their best interests in mind, everything else follows from there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've been keeping track and you know, it's just, it's creeped up. You know, we've, we've been fortunate to have really great customers over, over time. And uh, we've just been generating revenue for these clients year over year over year over year for a long, long time. Well, 
I mean, I would say you guys have over a billion reasons, you know, why you're successful because absolutely the client comes first and the fact that you guys keep track of that and that's a, you know, man, congratulations. All I got to say, congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. So tell me, what kind of clients do you guys work best with? Like, who do you guys love to work with? Um, usually anybody with a high ticket product or a service. So for example, you know, if you're, you're a home builder or you build pools or you sell cars, you know, if you've got a, a high ticket price of, you know, five, $10,000 per item, uh, attorneys, you know, are, are a really good target for us too. So anybody that really has a high ticket product or service is a good candidate for us. Um, we know that our systems that we put in place for those kinds of people will work tremendously and the return on investment is sick. Mm. So that's our whole goal is we just want to get them a massive return on investment. We never want them to leave us. So that's what we try to do. Let's touch on that a little bit because I feel like a lot of people throw that word around. They say, hey, I do lead gen. Hey, we get you an ROI. But um, I know because I know you personally that you guys have a system of calculating that ROI and that you make sure that, hey, every dollar that someone spends with you, there's going to be at least four, five, six dollars on the other side of it, on the other end, right? Yeah. So assuming the company we're working with is open to share that information, which most of them, you know, we earn their trust and eventually they're like, most of the reason they don't, they don't want to tell us how much money they're making from us is because they're scared we're going to raise our prices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of settle them down and I'm like, look, man, we're really trying to do this to make sure we're doing a great job for you. Mm -hmm. You know, we can lock in our prices. It's not about us uh, gouging you or anything like that. It's really, we just want to know how well we're doing. Yeah. So uh, they, they usually open up and we'll either work with the accounting department or work through spreadsheets that are mutual. And uh, you know, we'll go on a Google sheet. We'll see how many leads they start telling us how many of those are closed, what the value of those are. So, you know, we've got systems and processes we put put in place over the years to make sure that everybody's on top of their game. And that's one of my favorite sayings, by the way, is be on top of your business. <laughs> I come in and I tell my employees on a regular basis. I tell my vendors. I tell my customers. I'm like, look, you got to be on top of your biz business. It's your company. Yeah, so no, let's stay on top of it so we can all do the right thing. Yeah. Now, um, you know, today we're going to flex our muscles a little bit. We're going to get into goal setting. And uh, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, because, we, because of our relationship, I know some things about you that I think are just tremendous. Um, I know that each and every day your team – they kind of set goals and they share them with the rest of the team, right? Yes. So what we call that is the top five priorities list. Mm -hmm. So every single day I can go to my phone, even if I'm not at the office and I can get, I can get a, a list of every action that my team is going to take that day. Mm -hmm. And all I expect them to do is send me in their top five priorities. So I think it was general Schwarzkopf that said a long time ago that he didn't expect his, military to do anything more than three to five important things a day. But when you start planning it like that, okay, just imagine um, whoever's listening out there, you start going, okay, I'm going to set five major priorities that's going to make my life better every day. What that turns into is 25 priorities a week. If you're only doing this five days a week, mm -hmm. so 25 priorities a week, I think if you multiply it out over a year, it's 240 priorities in a year. Tell me your life can't get better with 240 priorities. Tell me your business can't get better with 240 priorities. Now I'm talking about things that are going to move the needle. 
you know, hey, I'm going to do some marketing today. I'm going to reach out to some existing clients today. I'm going to follow up with people that, um, you know, haven't heard from me in a little while. Those are priorities that are going to move the needle eventually, right? Yeah. But often we're too short-sighted. So I make sure that my team, because you know as well as I do, David, you can have an employee that can do, you know, supposedly eight hours of work or nine hours of work in three hours. Yeah. And then what do they do for the rest of the time? You know, they're on Facebook or they're playing around, those kinds of things. So all I expect for my team to do, send me those top five priorities so we can keep moving, moving the business forward. Yeah.